what is up? This one is double crew. We have the full squad back in the booth for the first time in I don't know how long. My fault. So I apologize for that. Thank you, Vince. You did a great job. I loved your podcast last week. I didn't appreciate, appreciate the things it. you guys said about me at the end. No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, <laughs> but I had a great time uh, down in Miami. I talked a little bit about playing at at Hawks Ridge and at East Lake, which was an awesome experience. Everybody go check out that pod. We can talk a little bit more about that maybe next week or week after. But uh, this week is Gentleman's Cup Review Pod. One of my favorites of the year. This year we went down to Branson, Missouri at Big Cedar Lodge and got the W. But let's talk a little bit about the entire experience, our thoughts on the courses, facilities, transportation, what we liked, what we didn't like, the food, etc. Because we like to give everybody a, our thoughts and personal experience, but also what we think people want to hear in case they do want to go to a golf trip at Big Cedar Lodge like we did last year. Uh, when we gave the review on Pinehurst and uh, years prior. But uh, we got everybody here again, Vinny, Jake, my boys. Jakey, first I want to, uh, before we talk about Big Cedar real quick, I want to ask, bro, I heard you had a nice little result this weekend in the match play event. Had to give out like 25 shots, but got the job done. So congrats yeah. on that. Nice work. How'd you feel? Um, I was very shaky going in. It was kind of my flu game. I had like... Um like some kind of food poisoning on Friday and I had to play this match, uh, nine, nine o'clock in the morning on Saturday. Um, but yeah, got, got the job done really just the best I played in a long time on the front nine and, uh, got him down a bunch. And then when you're giving up 16 shots, like, uh, you start making a bogey here or there, like you cannot win a hole with anything but a par birdie. It gets, it can get dicey. So he, he climbed back in, but, uh, yeah, three and two victory in the end. So it, it was good. It was good. I was pretty happy with the result. Nice. So you're moving into what round next? This will be the second round. I was the 32 seed because I got in on the playoff. Well, that's uh, right. You beat the defending so champ. I beat the defending champ. That is correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of people. Uh, I got a lot of messages on the uh, the old club text thread uh, that night. So this dude was pretty – it was wild how many times he chipped in, by the way. I, I couldn't even believe it. That's awesome. Nice work. So who are you playing next? Do you know? I'm waiting for the result on that match. They have to play it by Monday, so I'll know pretty soon. Do you know the two guys or, or either one of I, them? I do know one of the two guys. One of the two guys is another absolute bagger. Um, I'm assuming he will win, um, but we'll see. Nice, nice. Uh, Vinny, how was your uh, two weeks without Doug? Did you get any golf in? Yeah, I played both weekends with Tom, actually. I think it was just nice. Tom and I both times. But yeah, it was good. That's played, right. I did uh, see it. Rounds, 79-78. Happy with everything. Drivers coming back along. So, other than that, uh, doesn't look like we're gonna be playing for a few days, weather pending. Uh, what it looks like, poo poo. I am uh, again on the Doug Stevens Roadshow this weekend. I'm headed to Cabo Thursday. So, uh, yeah, you know, whatever. Tough life, but the money's not going with you when you die. So, might as well enjoy it. Anyways, all right. So, Big Cedar Lodge this year, fellas. Ryder Cup. We came away with a 19 to 11 win, which ended up. Looking like a massacre, but it was a lot closer than that. We can talk a little bit more about that. But we all got up to the Branson, Missouri, which is right on the uh, northern Arkansas, southern Missouri border, right in the, the beginning of the Ozarks, <clears throat> which if you haven't watched the Netflix show, I highly recommend. But it is right in that area. Beautiful topography, mountainous ranges, valleys, lakes everywhere. 
Big Cedar Lodge itself was kind of designed to be a family resort. Actually, it was. It wasn't kind of. It it was designed to be a family resort, and then they started to add a, one golf course. They added a second, and then everybody knows they added Tiger Woods course last year, Payne's Valley, which kind of put them on the map as a golf resort. Guys, let's go ahead and first jump into our accommodations and the f- food itself. Before we talk about the golf, what did you guys think about? Uh, Jake, we'll get your perspective first, I guess, because you traveled the farthest. Vince and I drove in. So what did you think, you know, if you were giving recommendations to other folks about traveling there, worth worth the flight? Um, I know you had a little bit of a ex- <laughs> uh, extreme circumstance leaving, but uh, what did you think about the overall travel experience to and from Big Cedar? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to leave my uh, extremely horrible experience coming home out of the picture. And, and this is really what I'll, I'll say about the, you know, travel there. If you're coming from, like I'm coming from the East coast, coming from Philly area. I think if you're coming from sort of either coast or maybe up North, even a little bit, uh, you're probably going to run into a situation where I just, I couldn't get a direct, which was fine. That's no big deal. Um, and then you're taking, I I mean, I I took the smallest plane I've ever taken in my life out of (laughs) Chicago. I mean, a couple of Hail Marys before you got on. Holy God. When I, I mean, I'm, I'm a short guy. And when I got on there, I would almost bang my head. I mean, it it was really (laughs) small. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really not that bad. Again, it's, you can't even gauge pricing because I bought my tickets so long ago when like COVID was in full force. So it was a pretty good deal at that time. But, um, yeah, it's, it's just more of uh, the logistics of, you know, where do you want to go? You got you start worrying about your bags, stuff like that. It's not not the easiest. Like Pinehurst was an easy drive. And I think a lot of us, even if we were flying in, like Raleigh's a fairly large airport, you can get directs to it. Right. So, yeah, that, that was the one travel thing. It, it can be tough to get there, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so Vinny and I drove a little bit different, which I think about it was about 50-50 split this year. I think typically, you know, everybody flies or, or a majority of it. There's one or two guys on Tom's team that, that drive pretty much everywhere, which they're crazy. But, uh, yeah, it was about 50-50 split this year because it was right at that threshold. I think it was about nine and a half hours for us to drive. We stopped along the way going and played a couple courses, um, which were also cool, and we'll have to review those at a, at a later time. But uh, definitely for the guys in the Texas Arkansas area that may be listening. Those two courses that we'll talk about were worth worth a stop. So we got to Big Cedar on on Thursday night. When, well, actually Wednesday night, I guess for a lot of us. Um, Thursday morning time frame. Checked into the hotel. We stayed at Angler's Lodge, which is a, a one of the newer hotels. It's actually so. If you, for those of you that don't know, Big Cedar again designed on the lake, which is actually on the other side of the highway from where the golf courses are. And the original lodge, maybe one or two hotels over there, uh, is right on the lake. They have like a water park for kids. They've got uh, fishing and skeet shooting and you can rent boats. They have a big marina there. They've also got like go-karts. I mean, they pretty much have everything on that side of the lake. But then on the other side or on that side of the highway, but on the other side is where the actual three golf courses are. Um, and the hotel that we stayed at Angler's Lodge, which was fairly new, I think opened in, in April, maybe a month or two before we went, uh, is on that side. So what do we think about the accommodations, fellas? If we had gone back, would you have wanted to stay in the main lodge or would you have wanted to do something differently now that we, uh, you know, obviously looking back, hindsight's twenty twenty. but w- how did you think we handled the, the situation, Ben? What did you, you think about the lodging? Yeah, I, I really do think it's dependent on 
what you were going there for. I think this worked out fine for the fact that we were spending our entire days playing golf. Um, I would say if that's not part of your plan, don't. St- I wouldn't stay there if that's the case. Like if that's not your plan, don't like that. Um, yeah. And it's yeah. simply because I think uh, the logistics were pretty poor in terms of getting around just the golf courses and hotel. Uh, I mean, maybe maybe it'll be nicer now that that restaurant and bar is being opened attached to Angler's Lodge, but if you're going there to do everything that the resort has to offer, I think you want to stay on property. Yeah. Jakey, you share the same thoughts? or? Um, yeah, I mean, for the most part, I think Angler's Lodge was, like, totally fine. Decent room, you know, like, breakfast in the morning, the whole deal. Very, very, like fine totally um kind of plain but i think vince makes a good point right like the the one thing um if i was gonna really kind of put up an x or like a, a negative mark on big cedar was it's not if you're going there specifically for golf and golf alone i don't think that the logistics of how you get to and from the golf courses and um how that is all scheduled out and run it's not really kind of for golfers it's for like every guest um and as golfers it was tough to be like um you know are we going to have a shuttle or are we gonna have time to hit balls before we go to the uh, before we go to the tee um you know when can we get yeah. a shuttle home um did anybody call a shuttle like it was just a lot different than you know the experience that we had at pinehurst where it was like basically every half hour every 15 minutes whatever it was on on the money was it a shuttle or some kind of pickup um, they didn't really have that going for us and, and that can be tough. So I think, but they'll figure that out. I think that's probably just like a, uh, you know, now that they're becoming more of a golf destination, they might have to do something specifically for the golf courses. Right. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I think the transportation logistics was a bit of a nightmare. It was really one of the main thing. One of the only things that I thought about the entire experience wasn't, wasn't good, but that is also because, to your guys' point, uh, they've not really been known for a golf resort. You know, I think the guys up in the pro shop and the general managers and all those guys realize that that's changing, so they're trying to fix it. And hopefully, they do because, uh, yeah, Pinehurst uh, logistically was super easy. I think they had everything figured out. And then, mm-hmm. you know, at, at uh, Big Cedar, it was a little nightmare. Some guys, because early tea times, some guys were oversleeping. Blah blah blah. We couldn't wait for them, so some guys had to get like Ubers. And then, I think. Chase and a couple of guys drove their cars every day because they just didn't want to worry about the hassle. Um, but uh, yeah, really the only negative. So Thursday afternoon we played Mountaintop, which was is the one of the short courses there. They also have Top of the Rock, which was the only golf experience we didn't have, and that's on the original side where the uh, lodge and all the lake is. But uh, Mountaintop is a 13-hole golf course designed by Gary Player. It's right next to the clubhouse, which you can't miss. You kind of come around the corner out of the out of the trees going up the hill, and you look to your right, and you see you're really pretty setting. It's Payne's Valley down below, and up on top of this massive rock feature is the clubhouse just kind of sitting there really at the highest point in the surrounding area. It's really, really pretty. And Mountaintop is right next to the clubhouse as the 13-hole uh, short course. So I think we had, you know, four or five groups. A couple of guys were late from tea times or, or from flights, a little delayed here and there. But uh, a majority of the group played mountaintop on Thursday afternoon around one o'clock. A couple of games going. Again, a 13-hole short course. 
what do we think guys about mountaintop uh and the experience there I, I guess you know what was your initial thoughts when you know we haven't played a full 18 but you're pulling into the facility and you see everything there jakey what'd you think yeah i mean it was really impressive i think for me like the thing about this trip is i probably went in with lower expectations than pinehurst why is that, that proud because you know pinehurst has like history and lore and you're going to a place that like you're gonna play in in donald donald ross's you know uh, playground you're gonna get to see all these masterpieces and so i think that part of it was that i went into pinehurst like thinking about like the prestige of it and the fact that i was checking like a big one off the bucket list right. and big big cedar really wasn't that for me but it helped because you're right when you get there and you're I mean, you're in this shuttle. The, the best description I can give is they're flooring the shuttle to get it up this hill because you're just driving up a mountain, <laughs> yeah. you know, like literally up a mountain. Um, I think one of the guys, maybe it was JB or somebody said, I should open a transmission shop here because I'd make a fortune because like they really are just hammering this thing to try to get up the hill. And you, you're going through all of this limestone and all of these like walls that have been just, you know, blown up by dynamite to make this road. It's really cool, very beautiful, and then you do you pull up to the top of the where, where the the um, clubhouse is for Mountaintop and Payne's Valley, and all of a sudden you're you're looking down across this like just massive property. You can see every course from that point, right? So yeah, I think right. it really like it, it really was a stunner because you I, I personally didn't think it was going to be as beautiful as it was, um, and as we we're going to play Mountaintop that day. You know, Mountaintop itself is situated in some of those like cavern type uh, limestone wall type areas, too. So it was like you got a taste of it. And then when we went out to play, we were, we were playing amongst some of that, which I thought was really, really sweet. Yeah. So Mountaintop, uh, you have to walk. Well, yeah, you have to walk. So they either give you these push carts, which are like to the inch designed for these bridges they have out there are these walking bridges <laughs> that's true and uh yeah a lot of different uh really cool holes and it's not just like a short course where when you when we went to uh pinehurst last year you know every, i think the longest hole was like 125 yards or 130 it was a lot of like half wedges out here i think the longest hole was like 230 mm -hmm. um and then they had some short holes like 70 yards so it was a lot you hit pretty much every club in the bag except for you know three wood or or driver unless you're Vinny maybe but uh the rest of us you know hit I think I, I hit five, four iron on one of the holes, the part three, like number seven or eight. But uh, yeah, really cool. A lot of different shots. The second hole is like this massive part three up the hill. You can't even see the green complex. You just see the flag. I got some really cool videos with the drone. I've been struggling to get them downloaded. I've also been out of town for like three months. So I need to get those downloaded and over to Vinny, our resident IT specialist, so that uh, we can cut those. But uh, hopefully we'll get those out here in the next couple of weeks. So yeah, you know, I thought it was a great start to the to the trip. Everybody then went into the clubhouse, got some food, enjoyed the club, uh, the uh, pro shop. The there is a separate pro shop for uh, Ozark National, which is where we played our round on on Friday around 10 a.m. Uh, they are building in the process of building a range and I think another clubhouse for the Paynes Valley uh, group. And that's probably a ways away, and it's actually going to be pretty wild because that driving range, like, is shooting out over the canyon into an abyss. It looks like, like on top of one of the par fives at Payne's Valley. So that'll be interesting how they design all that. Um, so looking forward to going back in a few years to see that. 
Vinny, anything you want to add to the experience at Mountaintop or just kind of what your overall thoughts are when, were when we, we pulled in for the first time? Yeah, I mean, I was expecting some scenery unlike anything we see down here in like flats of Houston. Right. Um, but this place was stunning. Pulling in and just, just the entire area, like, that beautiful, didn't make it that beautiful. So, uh, one, absolutely love that. And the fact that, you know, they manicured and created this high-quality caliber of golf in that area, too. Uh, like, hats off to them. I, I mean, well, we'll save it for the courses, too. But, I mean, I think Mountaintop was, like, a great warm-up, like, a great introduction to the start of the event. People got to play who were there. Um, and I would definitely say, like, if people are traveling in, do it on that day, you don't feel bad about replaying it. Run around once or twice as people start to arrive and, and kind of things. So, um, for this kind of event, yeah, it was a great warm up round. And again, love the scenery and and for the short course, truly really is. Amazing. Did you? Uh, oh, sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. Oh no, I just wanted to say because I didn't know if we were going to get off the topic of of mountaintop uh, yet or not, but I had something that I wanted to kind of echo in, in Vince's is like when we were at Pinehurst, like all a lot of those courses. I mean, obviously, like number four has gone through a redo and and you know stuff like that. Some of them are newer, but a lot of them are like those golden age, like found in the ground courses, and these are all like just made. And that's a wild thing too. Like mountaintop, like I've played other Gary player designs. And to me, like there's a Gary player design that I played that I have rated as the worst course that somebody told me was good ever. It's, it was <laughs> terrible. And I thought mountaintop was like unbelievably fun. 13 holes. It was short enough. Like Vince said, you can do it when you get off the plane. Basically you can go around again if you want. Um, and, and like you said, it does ask you to hit a bunch of different shots, which was, uh, which was cool, but yeah, I, I think that that's that's kind of the takeaway. It's like you're in this like playground golf, like everything is just created. It's pretty wild. Yeah, it was one of those things where, in my opinion, you know, you hit like you hit a shot out there, and then I like the entire walk to wherever my ball was. I was just like taking in the entire scenery and every For all sure. the views and everything. I was like, wow, this is unbelievable, and beautiful. There's a private airport that actually I think Frontier and maybe one of the other airlines flies into, and they were like doing like test flights for like large air force cargo planes were yeah, flying that in was and out crazy. There. um so that was cool to see uh and, and to your point jake you know it was like a good warm-up test because the there there is only one range right now it's kind of overused a little bit it's over at ozark because they're waiting on building the range of Payne's valley and then buffalo ridge is kind of across and it's not really accessible from these two courses it's not far but it's just you can't use the range there um, so it was nice to, you know, be able to hit, I don't know what 50 shots or so with different clubs to get ready for the next day. My, mm -hmm. the one thing I was going to ask the two of you, and I'm curious, uh, did you think the, the value for what we played was fair? I think it was, you know, it was like a hundred or so dollars for the, 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 the round. I think the replay rate was maybe 65 bucks or $60. Did you think that that was a fair rate or what, what would you guys, uh, you know, go in there pay, wanting to pay? Vince, you want to go first? Yeah, I think that's uh, a tough rate for anything that's not a full course, really. Um, short course and 13 holes and not 18 short course. Uh, you know what I mean? I, I really think like the sweet spot for that kind of thing is 
I don't know, 70, 90 bucks, maybe $80, somewhere in there. Uh, that That's just my take on it. I think regardless of how it really Top of the Rock is different. I get it. Post that senior event there. Um, but for this specifically, yeah, I really think the sweet spot probably would have been. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think it was it was a little steep. And it's no knock on the experience. Because, like, I thought they had it set up, like, kind of fun, too. Like, they didn't get the green. The greens weren't as fast as the regular courses. Um, you know, yeah. they, they kind of let you it was more set up for like every type of golfer, but Vince is right. Like it's a short course and it's 13 holes. Like maybe if it was 18 holes, I could see something feel a little bit better about paying a hundred bucks. Um, but yeah, I think 75 bucks, 80 bucks would be perfect. And I would have had, I didn't have a problem paying the hundred, but I, I wouldn't have flinched at it as much. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I agree. I thought it was a little steep. I thought the golf course was definitely worth a hundred dollars. Definitely worth it if it's eighteen holes. Um, you know, I think it's something that they need to look at in the next couple of years to see because I could see that being a thing where you know if you maybe live in the area or you go to play there, you know, a couple times a year or you make it a yearly trip, or that would be one where you're just like, eh, I really want to pay mm. another hundred dollars to play this course. I'd probably save it. And, you know, buy a couple more drinks in the grill or more food or just uh, wait to spend money at the uh, other courses because they are, it, it is an expensive uh, trip. You know, I, I don't think we spent uh, too much more than we did at Pinehurst. A little bit different because, and, and I guess this was another negative I didn't mention when we talked about the transportation. The only other thing I thought that they need to do better, that Doral did, that Pinehurst did, is... You check in, you check in, and when you check out, you check out, and you don't pay for anything else unless uh, you know you're buying pro shop shirts or any stuff like that or stuff that's not part of the resort. Because I think that that takes away from the experience. It's not as seamless. Um, you know, it's just another thing you have to worry about. Like every morning, we had to go worry about checking in for golf and paying for our individual rounds instead of just getting one bill at the end, paying for it, and going. Um, Maybe that didn't bother you guys, but I thought that that was a thing that, uh, you know, I'm sure they'll figure it out because, again, they're not quite a golf resort or known that yet. But uh, it was just another uh, recommendation that I would make for the resort itself. You guys agree or disagree, Jake? I, I totally agree. Vince and I talked about the same thing. Like, it's a big trip. It's 24 guys and us all, like, walking into, like, the Ozark National one was the most annoying because it was, like, a tiny pro shop. It was early in the morning. Guys were trying to get drinks. The bar wasn't set up yet. And so you're in there, like, you know, trying to. Some people are trying to buy stuff. Some people are yeah. trying to go to the range. It, it just felt like a lot to to do that with 24 guys. Agreed, 100. Yeah. percent But before yeah. we start talking about the other courses, um, we had one afternoon where, um, we could have played, um, mountaintop again. Remember? That Friday. And, yeah. And, and I, basically was like, want to pay 100 dollars to play this again. On a different day. Um, yeah, and we I think a lot of like, you guys didn't. Didn't. Exactly. Yeah, a lot of us did not. We're like, eh, yeah. you know, let's go sit in and have a drink, take a long lunch, basically, instead of instead of looping again. Um, of which I think maybe seventy dollars I would have. Right. True. Yeah, I mean, it it brings to mention too. Like, <laughs> I think if we, I don't want to keep comparing it to Pinehurst, but like, I would not have felt that way about the cradle. You know, I would have been like, hell yeah, like let's go back out. And maybe it was because it was faster. 
maybe it was because it was right there. I, I don't know, but I do think that the price was a, a factor in that I didn't feel the need to replay it. Yeah, it was only you know twenty five bucks at, at the cradle, I think, and that was for unlimited replays for the day. So right, um, yeah, it, it was just a point that I think is worth them discussing, and, I, and hopefully they figure it out because it is it is worth playing. It's a great golf course, um, and uh, just a beautiful setting there because we you know we ate on Friday afterwards, and and yeah, I mm-hmm. think myself and Zach, I think there was only about six of us that uh, played it again on Friday after our round at Ozark National, but. Uh, yeah, so Thursday night, uh, did we do anything for dinner Thursday, or we just ate at the at the resort? Uh, yeah, we did. Uh, right? We did all the picks and everything. And we got pizza by the pool. That's right. Oh, that's right. That's right. So we did a blind draw this year, which was uh, really fun. It was uh, Stableford scoring. Everybody was with one other partner. It didn't matter if you were on the same team or not. And uh, over the three individual score rounds, so the two best ball and the singles. Your Stableford score was added up along with your partner, and the first place team won about $750 each, I think. And then second place was $300 each, which we can talk about for the second place team. The first place team kind of ran away with it. The second place team, which should have been uh, Frank and his partner, Spencer. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Frank, I feel bad for the kid. He got absolutely hosed. Spencer was having a rough day on Sunday morning, and he was a little hungover. He was playing really badly. And he just basically quit with like six holes left. And the score difference from second to Frank's team, which ended up, I think, in fourth place, was like four points. So he needed to make like four bogeys to end up in a tie for second, um, which he definitely could have done. So I felt really, really bad for, for Frank on that one. But yeah, so we did the first round pairings at the pool. Thursday night, along with the blind draw, and we were on our way towards our first Gentlemen's Cup round of 2021, which was at Ozark National, which is the course that has the range currently at Big Cedar Lodge. It is a core Crenshaw design, reminded me a lot of Pinehurst last year, not a lot of rough, mainly fairway, and then either sand bunkers or runoff because of it being at some severe elevations. Up for debate. One of my favorite courses there. I think we'll talk about this at the end. But uh, I thought it was a great course to start off on. It uh, the the starter was a great dude. He was out there taking pictures, drinking with everybody. The range was right there, so it was super close to be able to walk off the practice range right to the first tee, which was a par five. Which I always like starting on par fives. It, I think it just adds to the experience. And, uh, yeah, I'd love to get your guys' thoughts on Ozark National. Jakey, you already mentioned, you know, they had a separate pro shop, which we had to sign in on. There was a bar in the back, which the lady was very nice, but she was not prepared for 24 guys at at 9 (laughs) a.m. to roll through, uh, especially toward the volume that we pay. But what did you guys think? Uh, And you guys played together. So what did you guys think about your experience at Ozark National, the golf course itself? Uh, yeah, I just love to hear. I, I'll go first here. I think it's this one is so hard for me to like, um, to like rate truly because I, I just think that it's a very very good golf course. Like, probably goes by un like underrated for people because if you play it once, I don't you you have to play really good 
first of all. And I think if you play it once, you hit it into trouble spots without knowing it. And it can sour the experience. Whereas I think the other two golf courses that we're, we'll talk about, um, you can really kind of see a lot more. There's not as much like trick to like where you should be hitting it or where you should be landing it versus um, at Ozark where I felt like some of the holes and some of the designs were those classic like Corin Crenshaw, like strategic and you want to land it in a certain spot. You want to land it in a certain spot on the green. You can't miss here. You, you can miss here. But again, they don't have a caddy program either. I mean, they kind of do. We, we did have caddies on Payne's Valley and we can talk about that. But, um, you know, I, I loved it. I thought the course was awesome. I, I thought some of the holes out there were the highlight holes for, for me. But I also think that without having seen it before, you could just very randomly get yourself in trouble. It, a good shot could really be punished there. Yep. Vinny, what'd you think about Ozark? Yeah, I liked Ozark. Um, in particular, I think that if people do get to go out there and play golf at Pinehurst, it's, you kind of get that feeling from it. I think Jake mentioned it already. Um, very little rough, a lot of runoffs, pretty firm. Um, a, a good brand of golf, I I think, for day and age. Um, and I I did like the course. I can't say I enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed Buffalo Ridge um, and Pains. I, I, I mean, I think they're all Why? very... I just, I didn't see the course that well. I just didn't feel that great to me as, as a golfer mm-hmm. who was playing like shit. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that always adds to it. I yeah. Agree. yeah. And I mean, I just I felt more comfortable out on Pains and and Buffalo Ridge, truly. Yeah, yeah. I I think Jake. Well, you both bring up great points. I think Jake. There was this was the first year I believe. I think even Pinehurst maybe last year the the number nine course, which was the Nicholas Bent Grass mm-hmm. Green course. I, I really enjoyed it because I love playing on Bent Grass Greens, which is all the greens we played at Big Cedar. But I thought there was a couple holes where it was pretty repetitive. Um, a lot like what's being played on the PGA Tour right now, where they're playing the same fucking hole over and over again. Um, I, I felt like this was the first year where we played golf courses where I didn't get that feeling at all. Um, and, and if I did, it was maybe on Payne's Valley a little bit. But yeah. at Ozark, there was a lot of great holes. Um, the third hole was a really cool par four that mm-hmm. you could... You'd probably play it differently if you played it a second time. If you hit driver, which I did, and I bombed one, I had like 60 yards into a green that I could not see anything of. Um, or if you laid back, you have probably have more of a, a shot in. And then I think it was pro- uh, the next hole right after that. Yeah, it was a really, really cool dogleg right with a huge valley on the right. That big was a bunker out, hole. Big bunker on the left there. Yeah, that was a really good hole. And then the next hole was my favorite hole, which was where the cabin was up on the hill. It was a really mm-hmm. short par four. All three guys in my group hit driver and had like 60 yards in on like, I mean, it must have been a hundred yard upslope. I hit iron over and I had like a 130 full shot in and I hit it to like three feet. And they all really struggled. There was just a lot of holes like that that I was like, wow, this is really, really cool. They had a uh, jerky shack or a, a snack shack at the middle, which, you know, they, they charge you a lot of money. These things are expensive. I thought it was really cool then that they didn't charge you for anything there except yeah. for, for alcohol if you wanted it, which, of course, we had a lot of. I will tell this, and I haven't told this story to anybody. 
I was fuming because I was down. I was like two under at the turn, and we were getting slaughtered by Spencer, uh, who's like a 13 handicap, and it was like two over. So I tried to scarf a hot dog down really quickly. I took it down too quickly, and I vomited right outside the door. <laughs> right after. That was the last one out. Nobody saw me, but uh, yeah, that happened. And so I, I didn't tell anybody that story until right now, but uh, that happened oh, to me. Man. Yeah, so uh, that was that was a fun, entertaining time. But just, you know, things like that I with the shack, I thought were really cool. You got to hit it twice on the back nine, so you could restock. Um, there was just a lot of really, really – Really, really fun things about that course that I liked a lot. Um, there's land off in the background there. Actually, I think it was behind number one and two T-Box, which is where they're putting their next course, I was told. Um, there's just you know a lot of really cool topography out there, and they could do some great things with this entire property. Uh, our team did a great job. I was proud of them in Ozark. We typically are very, very slow starters, and we came out in the first round up three and a half to two and a half. I think JR and Phil's team came back from down a couple with a couple to play to win theirs. Um, I know the two of you guys kind of struggled a little bit. I, I lost as well, but uh, Jeff, Jeff shot two under. He and his partner, I can't remember who he played with, they they slaughtered. Um, it, was, uh, it, it was just a really good start to everything. And then, like you said, Vince, we had time in the afternoon to – go loop mountaintop again or just go have lunch, dinner, go back to the hotel, the pool, relax um, before we had our, our team dinner that night, which uh, we'll talk about here in a second. Uh, so, yeah, it was a great start to the day. I really I thought uh, we did a great job in selecting the order we played this year. You know, some of that's a little random. They told us to play Ozark first, Buffalo last. I think um, – I thought we, we played it the correct way. Did you guys think that it should have been played vice versa? You know, obviously Payne's would have been played in the middle. But uh, I know the two of you liked ending with uh, with Buffalo Ridge, right? Yeah, I, I don't think I would have. I don't think I would have changed it up. Um, I think we played it in the right order. And I think that, like, it was really fun. I think fun to play ozark first and have like the sort of like it's pretty gentle in some spots and i think you know that's always good to start yeah. a trip off that way and i think you brought up a really cool thing and I, i'll just really quickly talk about that those the three old stretch you're talking about three four five i think was like really like the thesis statement of that golf course and like the fact that you could play all three of those holes in so many different ways and like like on number four you had to drive it all the way up on that top corner to even see the green um top left side of the fairway yeah, and then yeah. then you could like play like i played a shot i don't know 15 yards short of the green and let it come down the slope and kind of just trickle on uh and then the green ran away from you so you could get it really close and i think like it was just a golf course that had more creativity kind of built into it and and that was really fun to just like as your first experience at a, a big cedar to have this you know so many options open to you I think uh, it was a great start to the to the trip itself. So then that night we did dinner, which was a little, not a little bit, was a logistical nightmare. We, logistical nightmare. Nobody had any idea where we were going from the Including front desk. The drivers. Yeah, to the driver who took us to you know three different places before we found out the right spot. Um, we did actually get to drive by top of the rock, so we got to see it. Technically, we got out for six seconds and then got back in the bus and finally ended up at dinner which I thought was a, a fun time to bring everybody together. We weren't around the public, which ended up being a problem on Saturday night. 
um, but it was just both teams having a good time. Vinny and Tom paying their debt from last year for being 0-4, wearing the onesie. Vinny, did you enjoy that experience? It looked like you guys were both very comfortable in your, your getup. Yeah, man, it's pretty tough to bring me down. Um, <laughs> you're you're going to have to impose something a little bit more difficult. Nah. Well, we can if you want. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. It's, it's quite all right. The onesie uh, is hanging back in the closet and uh, probably getting pulled back out next year. Depends on uh, on nothing, considering I didn't win a match. So the only guy to go from four and zero to zero and four, and also you were seven and one to now eight and seven. Seven that and eight. Is tough. Seven and eight. Excuse me. Yeah, that's that's, uh, that's, that's tough. tough. We'll get you there. Don't worry. Next year you're definitely going to win too. Um. So yeah, dinner was fun. I thought the meal itself was really good. Um, and the, the bartender was a cool dude. There was actually a wedding or something going on next to him, us. But uh, yeah, I thought it was overall a great time. Good time to enjoy with everybody. We went back to the hotel after that. Enjoyed some more time at the pool. Some of us, some people played some card games or whatever in the lobby. Actually met four members from Hawks Ridge, which is where I just played in Atlanta that were there on a trip. So, you know, we got to network with some people and, and had a good time. Saturday morning, we then started our longest day of Ryder Cup, which is every year, playing 36 holes. This year, we played 36 at Payne's Valley, which is Tiger's brand-new course. It's about a year old. It is the signature course there, and uh, one that I was really looking forward to, to seeing and comparing to our experience at Blue Jack National that the three of us went and played a couple years back to see if there was any similarities, which I believe there was with the just the how wide the fairways were, how the greens were set up, and just kind of the overall structure of the course. And uh, I thought it was a very, very fair test. And uh, we started the morning best ball, played alternate shot in the afternoon. Just the overall beginning of it, you – well, one, the – Jake, I played with you in the morning, so yep. we can talk about this, I guess. The, the marshal gives you like a 30-minute lesson – on everything before you can even drive down. He's like, you got to do all these things, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, all right, dude, like, I just want to play golf. Can you get me down there, please? So after you do that, then you drive down this very winding path about halfway and he stops you again. He's like, this is where the range is going to be going. This is where all the construction is. Please stay away from the construction. I'm like, all right, dude, just give me the first tee box. But once you get to the first tee box, it's this downhill par four, really cool hole. And it starts off, which uh, you kind of work the first three holes down and then the next couple holes back up. And it's a lot of that winding back and forth. I'd love to get, Vinny, your thoughts on Payne's Valley first. And then Jake and I can kind of talk about our experience of playing together in best ball. Vinny, what did you think about Payne's? Uh, yeah, I think Payne's was the perfect mix of, uh, of novelty slash friendly and uh, as competitive as you want it to be, basically. Um, I don't know if that sounds... Right, but I, no. I like I said, you can move up quite a bit, and it's novelty if you're there to play and kind of enjoy it in a way. And you, know, you can play back where we played. I think we played just over 6,800, um, and it was competitive. And I do think that the course had a good amount of variety, too. Uh, some great par threes, I thought, and um, you know you get the. One cool par five coming down way down the hill, number five, four or five, I think. Um, yeah, and again, I, I thought it was a great course to set up for something like we had, like a, like a match. Um, 
know, a best ball match, even an alternate shot match. Uh, so again, I thought I thought it was a great mix of uh, of novelty and you know the capacity for competitive golf. So uh, I see why it was made the way it was. Yeah, I think that's a great review. I think it's it's challenging yet fair to all uh, all walks of your golfing career. If you want to play, if you're a very very good player, you can play from from the back tees or a combination of the back tees. You know, over seven thousand yards, or you can play. Just under seven thousand, which is what we played. I had a great time. Obviously, Jake and I played very well. Uh, we ham and egged it pretty pretty good there on yeah, on yeah. Saturday morning, and uh, got a victory, which is always nice to get your first victory off your plate because I think we were both zero and one going into that that mm-hmm. round. Um, but yeah, I mean, Jakey, what do you think about what do you think about Payne's Valley? You compared it all to Blue Jack. What what were your thoughts? Yeah, I think. Payne's Valley, it suffers from like one. Well, it's 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 a stunner. I think like and I probably have repeated that too many times. It's unbelievable. The views, the the like, just the way that the holes are sort of framed with all of these like massive like the the you know the sheer faces of the the mountain in the background and all that stuff as we play down into the valley and then back up and it's beautiful. I think it's really cool. I think it gets very repetitive in the middle of the round. I think the start of the round and the end of the round are super great. And I think in the middle, it can get very murky. My other problem is, and I don't know why this is the case. This is not just on Payne's Valley, but I felt like it was more apparent on Payne's Valley than some of the other courses. You have these big, wide golf courses um, that are supposed to be like friendly in spots. And I think that's that's great. That's what they should be. However, I think... At the cart path placement at at Payne's Valley was terrible. They would like cut in at spots yeah, where you yeah. where you would want to bail. I mean, we had we played with Spencer that day. Did we? We did, I think, right? In Sorry, say that again. Did we play with Spencer in the morning? Yeah, we did. Spencer yeah. and uh, Polk, Polk, because it was Polk's birthday. Oh, yeah, boy, yeah, we can talk about that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but like, I felt like a couple times, like he got absolutely robbed like he did not hit a horrible shot and it would like kick off of one of these like sort of half pipe looking curb things and go like 65 yards into the weeds and we were like that car path is so close to the fairway there whereas like i I mean that's like a small thing but go look at what we had um at blue jack which i think blue jack was a better tiger woods design and that was all like sand and and you know things like that as the car path so it kind of just had that more like rustic feel to it. And it played a little bit more fair. Whereas I, I did think there were some horrible breaks that could happen out there on shots that weren't even that bad. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I thought, I think you described it perfectly. The first, you know, four or five holes were awesome. The last four or five holes were awesome. And in between it was just kind of, eh. yeah. um, you know, it's, I, first of all, I haven't played on Zoysia that much. I love Zoysia. Um, I got to play on Zoysia at East Lake for the fairways and, and also at Hawks Ridge. So I'm a huge Zoysia guy now. Love it. Cause it's like hitting off a tee in the fairway. Fantastic. Uh, I thought, yeah, you, you know, you see the Tiger Woods tees on every hole. So there's a lot of things like that. Um, but yeah, it was just kind of okay. And I, and I feel the same way really about blue Jack as well. It's, it's really fun because you're like, oh man, I'm playing Tiger Woods course who is, you know, the golfer of our generation, mm-hmm. arguably the best player of all time. 
and so I think you, you some of that kind of overshadows the design elements that he puts into his golf course. Not that he doesn't do great things. He does. He absolutely does some great things. I think he makes golf courses that are fun and playable for all walks and skill levels because of how uh, how wide the fairways are, how the greens are set up, um, the tee placements are set up based on you know carries for different levels of golfers. I think he does a lot of things really well, but he does, it seems like, in the middle of the round, it's, it's a little bit of kind of the same hole uh, and setup. And and I get I think it gets away with some of that here because of the elevation changes. There's a lot of just natural topography that he used. I mean, he also you know, the 19th hole, which we'll talk about in a second. I don't know how many tons of dynamite they used to blow that out of the middle of this rock. But uh, yeah, so you know some things they did like that 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 are really really cool. When I was thinking about it and talking to you know some friends about it when I got back, if I went back to Big Cedar Lodge. I, wouldn't necessarily not play Payne's Valley again, but it would probably be at the bottom of my list for the three courses. Um, you know, if I was there and only had time to play two of the three, I think Payne's would probably be the one that I'd skip. It is the most expensive as well. I think it was about $275. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a favorable replay rate, but it's also the most expensive. So there was a couple things I just, I wasn't as big a fan of about Payne's Valley as I was on both Buffalo Ridge. And Ozark National, again though, three courses together make it for a fantastic weekend. We'll talk about alternate shot here in a second, but uh, those were just kind of the negatives. Alternate, guys, it, it's the it's my my most favorite memory of all of our gentlemen's cups is when we play an alternate shot every year. It's the one that I look forward to. It's one that we you know we never play regularly. So here's where I will say. The Big Cedar slash Payne's Valley staff came up big, big, big time. I was on the second hole. You know, we were in the afternoon, but the resort itself was absolutely stacked. We had beautiful weather all weekend. All the golf courses were sold out. So by the time we had finished our morning rounds, you know, dozens of other groups had teed off and we're playing alternate shot in the afternoon. So it was a little slower. On the third hole, I don't even remember who I was playing with right now. Phil is like, hey, dude, why don't we just jump in with the group in front of us, which was our guys. Uh, there was four mm-hmm. guys in front of us that were waiting on the tee box. So we yelled at them. We said, hey, we're going to come up. We're going to join you guys. So we played eightsomes. And I think pretty much everybody played eightsomes after that because we they did. saw what we were doing. And the marshal came up to us like a whole later. He's like, hey, guys, what's going on? We're like, hey, we're playing alternate shot. We're only playing four balls. We're keeping up the group in front of us. And he was totally cool with it. He was like, hey, you guys have fun. Make sure you keep up with them. Have a good time. So I thought that was absolutely outrageous and so much fun. That was one of the things coming back. And now that I think about it was my favorite memory from the trip itself, I think was the alternate. And then also the 19th hole after the alternate where everybody got together, we got to play with eight people. And then at the end, all 24 of us hit shots into the green. We'll let Jake talk about his experience here in a second, (laughs) but that was the most fun I've had at a gentleman's cup. I think in in the five years that we've been doing this, just being able to have beers with the guys. Um, one of the Ziegenfelders, Ryan, I had never even played around with him at uh, any of the Gentlemen's Cups. He was in the group. I didn't play against him, but he was in the group that we joined with. So I got to watch him play, talk some shit with him. A couple, one other guy from their team, I think, uh, I can't remember who it was, 
same thing. I had never played with him or seen him play. So it was fun to uh, have a larger group at this prestigious place that we're at and them just kind of be very laissez-faire about the entire thing. I thought was was super awesome for them. I had a great time. Guys, did you guys think the same thing? What were your thoughts about the, the alternate shot uh, round? You want to go, Vin, or you want me to go? Yeah, I mean, all shots is great. It kind of breaks up the trip. Always has, and I think it'll continue to do so. Uh, there's always some sick memories because the matches turn out to be uh, tight or a blowout one or the other. It's like a, and you are, there's always something unexpected uh, too. So again, alt shot I think is just a very fun and fair way to determine part of the event. Uh, I think if we would have had an equally great time on any of the three courses, uh, the fact that we got to play Pains twice was great. I mean, again, it was in pristine condition but uh to me i would say that alt shot is a a strength of mine and doug as a as a co-captain um you gotta fucking help me out dude come on who did you play with this yeah i, I don't played with chase i played with our resident pro bro he's he's a professional golfer what do you got how much more help do you want hey, man I would have taken. It's not my Zach. fault. He indulged in the adult beverages a little too much. That's not my, <laughs> not my problem. If uh, anything, that's poor teammating on you to let him get drink like that. Well, I, I that happened pre pre all shot round actually. I mean, I think you run that. I, I hear what you're saying. It's noted. I'll bring it up at the annual board meeting, and we'll <laughs> we'll talk about it there. But um, I think I, I think that's the risk you run with alternate Any, anyways, right? It could be anyone. Especially at a resort like this where it's right there. You don't have to go far. It's not like we're traveling to another course like we've had to do in other years. Um, and, I mean, like Jake and I played with Paul in the morning. He he was sober for seven holes, and then he went from sober to completely blackout on the eighth hole. Oh, yeah. So he couldn't even walk in the afternoon. I think there was Ryan was like that, too. There was a couple other guys that you know may have had too many drinks this year. That's a d- different story for a different day. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I, Vinny, I'm sorry. We'll talk to Chase about that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's all it, good. Uh, it really is uh, all good. I just – man, I, I feel like I'm hitting shots during all shot. I was like, I deserve a goddamn W in all shot <laughs> the last two years. And I, last year I played with Phil. Oh. Uh, I'm, I'm reminiscing in, like, I'm just sulking over. Well, I'll, I'll cheer you up a little bit because my partner was the fucking goat, and I want to play with Frank in all shot every year because <laughs> I no seriously that's what I need in a golfer is I need this guy to come like he just would I would hit a shot and it would be like very mediocre and you come up behind me he's like oh that's a dagger I mean that thing it'd be like <laughs> forty feet and he's like that's a dagger baby we got this and we had a crazy match we played um who did we play we played Tom and someone. I can't remember who it was now, but yeah, we were like up and down, it was up and down the whole way through. Um, and I also think that I just, you're right, Doug, the eightsomes thing made it so much fun when we, we like at the turn or like right where you got to that downhill par three. So it's not really the turn, but that's where we joined up and like half of the group was on the tee watching everybody hit shots. And uh, oh I yeah, just, like, like the eighth hole or ninth hole. Yeah, that was I think it's awesome. about the, eight, I think it's the eighth hole actually, but like it, it was just so much fun to do that and like group up. And then you're also watching like your buddies' matches go on too, coming in. So like I was watching um, 
Heller and Granado, and I think Granado was kind of gassed by the afternoon. And Heller's come up to me in the fairway, and he's like, "I'm, I'm just telling John to like bunt this down the fairway right now. Like, don't tell him to miss the green here. Like, don't try to go for." And it was like, it was honestly so much fun. Like, we had a great time, and um, I, I think that that's all shot every year. I think that that's one thing that we don't realize is how we look forward to it because it's it feels in some ways like less pressure. Um, and then when it gets down to the nitty gritty and you're on like the last couple of holes trying to win, it feels very pressure packed because you don't want to be the one to let your partner down. Yeah, definitely. So it's, it's really cool. Did, uh, did you get, did either one of you get to play with Jeff while you, we were there? I played, uh, the single, the singles. He was in my group in the singles. He's fun to play with too. Um, dude, it was, he's a man. He's a man. We have the same yardages too. So like I was hitting it not nearly as good as him, but it was fun to see what I could be like if I was like actually good. It was wild. Like the guy throws darts for hitting the ball like two forty. Yeah, I drove it. Just... Past, I was driving it past him, and I would say we had similar iron yardages. And uh, he was, you know, beat me by six shots in ten holes. It was insane. The kid doesn't mess. Like as soon as the driver's out of his hands, I think he's just money. As soon as yeah, he finds a he's... fair way, he's making it's a over. par. Yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous, ridiculous. And Doug, you are right to um, about the before we get off this, the 19th hole of pains. To for them, I don't know if they let us do it or we just told them we were doing it. But to have all 24 of us up there was one of the craziest scenes I have ever been part of. I thought that was, regardless of how drunk some people were, they didn't. We didn't even need the liquor to be part of it. Just 24 guys all standing there, videotaping each other's shots, yelling as the ball's in the air. I, it was unbelievable. Yeah, we got. I, I uploaded some of those videos. Um, and we'll get those uploaded for for you specifically, Jake. Uh, <laughs> Jake, did you hit a decent shot or what? Yeah. Well, I mean, I hit a a, a real shit one in the morning. Um, you hit a good one in the morning when we first went through. I did find the green both times, so I'm happy with that. You did. You did. Yeah. The I don't know what happened on that one in the afternoon. First of all, I had two. I think I was the only person that went to the tee with two clubs because there was wind. I was like, oh, my God, dude, you can't leave this in the water. So you got to pick the club. And it was like one, I think it was 105 down the hill. And I hit like a tried to hit like a kind of a punchy pitching wedge. And I hit it like started left to the flag like I normally would do. And as soon as I hit it, I was like, if that cuts, that's going to be really close. <laughs> and then I actually hear Doug. If you, I have a video on my phone see, of Doug just screaming. It's at mid. It hasn't been apex yet. And he's just like, do it. Do it, um, and like uh, as I'm watching, I mean, I didn't believe it at first, and when it hit behind the flag, I mean, it had to hit what maybe three oh, feet behind the right flag, there, or something. yeah. And I thought, I thought it was in. Phil I mean, it must have rolled over the hole in my ear. Yeah, it, it must it have rolled over the hole. It had to, but that would have been for the big cedar twenty five hundred dollar credit. I mean, I still got paid some money, which was good, but to do that in front of twenty four, you know, twenty three other oh, guys man. was unbelievable. I think Vinny, Vinny was already halfway in the lake when you hit the shot. He was ready to just get in there and after the whole one. Oh, I was, I was video, I was looking at it through a camera. I was, I was filming it. So it was awesome. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, oh, <laughs> I'm like starting to stand up with the the gimbal and the camera, and I'm like, oh god. And so I, I had to stop looking at it through my camera, and I think she think I started losing the hole in the in the cam, and I had to you know fix that shit. So yeah, I, was, I, I I would have thrown the camera in the lake if you made it. Oh, Honestly, it unbelievable. I had in my mind, I was like, as it was getting closer, I was like, all right, if you make this, 
you get the you get the little gift card thing. You win the challenge that we all had, that we all supposedly had. And then I was like, I, I would just recycle that money to everyone's drinking. I am so glad I didn't make it because if if that money would have gone towards that night's drinking, there's we no way tossed. we, were we out would for not sure. have played Buffalo Ridge. We would not have been allowed to <laughs> we play. We would Buffalo have used Ridge. leftover to get out of prison. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. So we'll try to get that video up of Jakey. I think I know we did when we were there, but uh, that was a, a ton of fun. I know Jeff said to me afterwards, he's like, Doug, whether I come back or not next year, which he's 100% invited, but uh, he's like, that was the most fun 10 minutes in golf I've ever had in my entire life. Was sitting on that 20 on that tee box, looking around, 24 guys just drinking beers, music playing, as we're all hitting one shot to this. I don't know what was it like 100 yards? Yeah, I don't even remember yeah, what like the distance was. It, um, but it yeah, it really is crazy that like some of the the two most fond memories of our most recent trips have come out of uh, the cradle and the nineteenth hole. Uh, I think it says yep. a, it says a lot about you know the good yeah. things that can occur in golf is kind of just what you make of it, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, if you can have responsible adults having a good time together. I mean, you're doing yes. something right. So important. It was, uh, yeah, that was awesome. End of the day, alternate shot with the eight sums, and then the 24 guys hitting a hole in one challenge was was unbelievable and something I'll never forget. Um, we had a little bit of an incident that night. We won't talk about some guys had just carried their uh, drinking off of the course, which is going to happen. And I think you know some of it might have been a little bit blown out of proportion just because it's still a family resort. There was a lot of children running around, but still. People yelling at adults that shouldn't be happening. But anyways, um, so the next day we, we took uh, five of the six in alternate. Vinny being the only guy that did not get a point for alternate shot and uh, went into singles needing four and a half points to bring the cup back to the good guys. And we almost lost it. <laughs> yeah, it didn't look uh, good early. Uh, we thought that there may be a little bit of weather coming through. A couple of guys were sleeping longer than they should have on both teams, not just our team. And uh, we went to Mountaintop, or sorry, excuse me, went to Buffalo Ridge, which is the Tom Fazio course. Uh, and I'll be honest, one the one that I was probably looking forward to least to playing. And uh, and went out there and needed four and a half points. We ended up being a beautiful morning until about 10 holes in for me. I was in the lead group on the 11th green i believe and it started raining and then as we hit our tee shots on 12 the heavens just opened up and it started absolutely downpouring like within i don't know a minute or two then he was in my group our green was completely covered in water and there was standing water in the fairways i'm looking at vince we figured out that we had our umbrellas about three minutes into the downpour which we were already soaked at this point um and I looked at the app and kind of screamed out loud that Jesus, we are might lose here because we are losing in every match except for two, and we need four and a half points to win it. And this might get seriously rained out. And we might we might lose the cup back to Tom. Luckily, we were able to all drive back to the clubhouse. I think there was a couple guys on both teams that were ready to turn it in, and and uh, I talked to Tom, and Tom said, "Hey, if we want to finish, let's go ahead and finish the." Marshall said the same thing. It had started to let up a little bit from the rain. And uh, we were able to luckily get out there and with no other rain. It was it was a little bit wetter. Um, and so, you know, maybe it wasn't as enjoyable, but 
all in all, everybody got to finish their round out at uh, Buffalo Ridge. And uh, the boys, you guys did a great job because I lost. I went two and two. I lost my singles match. Um, Connor hit uh, some good-ish slash lucky shots on eight and nine to get back into the match. And then I, I just did not play well in the back nine. But Jakey, you did the job. Frankie did the job. All the rest of the yep. guys did a great job. And we got the cup, which is all that matters. And uh, we got it back. Fellas, I'd love to hear your thoughts on Buffalo because I know the two of you, and I think I may be speaking out of line, but thought Buffalo was your favorite course out there. It was not mine. I didn't really enjoy it. But, uh, Jakey, what did you think about Buffalo Ridge? I don't think it was my favorite, but I do think it's the best Fazio course I've played. Um, That's right. And I think we talked, like, the the Marshall, uh, when we went to the first tee, he was like, you know, this course is different because, um, you know, it's all right there in front of you, which is like the biggest golf cliche ever. But, you know, you can see all the trouble. And that was 100% true, right? Like, it was much more classic Fazio, kind of like bunkering left and right, some bunkering around the green. There were some really cool holes, too, strate- more strategic holes than I think I've seen on some Fazio courses. But I, um, I think it was just more like a standard brand of golf. I will say, though, that between the – like, we've talked a lot about the views – it had some cool, it had like covered bridges and, you know, like log cabin and a water wheel. And it had like a, definitely had a cool vibe to it. Um, and I thought that it had like a nice variety, which after playing pains twice back to back, and we already talked about how the middle of that round, you know, kind of got a little boring. It was cool to have a course that did have some of that, like every hole felt a little bit more like itself. Um, I still think I like Ozark the best overall, but I was really surprised by Buffalo Ridge. I, I did not expect it to be that good. Um, and I also thought it had a really good logo, but like the logos were kind of a little bit iffy, but I thought that the, the Buffalo Ridge logo was pretty cool. Yeah. Vinny, what'd you think about, uh, Buffalo? You played along with me. What'd you think about the, the round and, and, and that course? Yeah, I, was a big fan of it truly um i thought the opening hole was cool um i i think it was penal uh and you could see the penalties that was the difference between it and ozark Mm -hmm. um and again i i do think it played like very fair i think it was a very good course for singles or you know for your average you know for your, your average amateur golfer going out there and trying to you know just play a good round i think i think it challenges you regardless of uh of the distance so uh, again i think it asks you to hit a lot of good shots um of which i finally started doing after the rain delay so um let, let's talk about that for a second i was down five going into the rain delay so on the 12th yep. hole came out of the rain delay won four holes straight and then coughed it up on 17 to lose two and one so <laughs> finally found my golf game after Six holes of golf, and uh, and uh, lost through it all the way. Whatever. You know, I I uh, you did. I agree, but I texted Jake. Yeah. I think right before the rain delay, or right after, and I was like, "Oh God, Benny's getting smacked." And I texted him again after, and I and I I told him I was like, "I'm I'm really proud of your brother. He actually won. He, you should have won the match because uh, who'd you play, Spencer?" Or no, uh, Quartz. Quartz was shitting down his leg uh, the last five or six holes. And uh, I was proud, man. You fought back in there. Yeah, you went 0-4, whatever it happens. 
And uh, but you were you were there. You played some really really good golf after the rain delay, and uh, I th- I thought you were gonna get it done. Um, and, and I think if you had got if we had gotten the match to eighteen, you would have you would have tied it. Um, yeah, I think because so uh, courts courts just couldn't handle it, and he got he got fairly lucky on seventeen. But uh, it, those things happen. It's whatever. But uh, yeah, you know I thought Buffalo was fun. There was Jake to your point. There was some really good holes. There was some holes that were kind of. Eh. I thought one was. Mm-hmm. A, I, I thought the starting hole on all three golf courses was great. Um, this was a downhill par five. There was like two bunkers and some live buffalo on <laughs> the left side of the hole uh, that they had imported in from wherever. Um, so that was really cool. I thought the second hole was was pretty good. And then some of the holes on the back nine, like the uh, par five where the bridge was on the left side of the green. Yeah, I thought that was a fun hole. I thought the next hole was really good because you had to hit a t- tough tee shot kind of across the gorge into the fairway. Um, I thought I thought 18 was a great hole. 18 um, was a hard drive. That was a yeah. tough driving hole. I, I thought 18, actually 1 and 18 on all three golf courses was great. So I think yeah. they've done a great job. And there was maybe just a couple holes in the middle of some of them that uh, I didn't like as much. Um, but yeah, I thought Buffalo was a, a great test of golf for, for all the guys, for singles. Um, again, really proud of, of, of my boys. I thought they did have a great logo. I thought their clubhouse, yeah, I think they're with the original one and they're the number one public golf course in Missouri. So they've had some time to kind of figure out and establish who they are. Um, but yeah, I thought overall they were, uh, they were a great job. They had a, a very, 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 uh, decent looking car curl as well. I'll, I'll say, um, so yeah, all in all fantastic. Uh, golf experience. The guys got the job done. Guys, a couple questions, and then we can wrap up. First is, what was your favorite golf course out there? Um, and, and I guess I'll, let's make it tough. Rate it one, two, and three. So, uh, what did you guys think was first, second, and third? Uh, I'll go first. I thought Ozark National was my favorite golf course. I thought it was number one. I think uh, Haynes is number two because of the alternate shot scenario. And then Mountaintop was, or uh, Buffalo Ridge was my my third. Jakey, what did you think? Uh, purely on golf course, not thinking about experience, I would go Ozark one, uh, Buffalo Ridge two, Paynes three. But I am definitely with you in that I had the most fun all week when I was doing the alternate shot eightsomes. So take that for what you will. Yeah, I'd say uh, Buffalo one, Ozark two. Three. I think Ozark and Buffalo uh, were both like equal in my book. Again, I think if I could play Ozark twice, I would have played it much better. It, it was just, mm-hmm. again, one of the courses you had to see it a second time. Like Tobacco Road, yeah. like you know, Mid Pines maybe. Uh, it just I like that flavor of golf, but uh, Buffalo Ridge, you know, you but- played a lot of courses like it and feel comfortable. I think it's number one. What else you got, Dougie? Um, I was going to uh, – sorry. I, there was like a weird cut out there on my feet. I don't know what the heck happened. I'll blame it on Vinny. Okay. Um, so the next thing I was going to ask, guys, is you. so you, the two of you have played in four of the five Ryder Cups. Is that correct? You both missed one? I missed, Jake, you I missed, missed two. I missed you missed two, two Jake? Atlanta and Miami. Yeah, I didn't uh, play Miami. Okay. So, Jake, of the three Ryder Cups you've played, Vince, of the four, where does Big Cedar rank in uh, – in the overall rankings for the gentlemen's cup. Oh man. Two behind Pinehurst. Correct. Yeah. Okay. For, for 
for reasons outside of golf. Just yeah, overall experience. This is not just golf. This is everything. Yeah, yeah. I think I got to agree with Vince. I mean, it's tough. We can't really count Houston. That's like the fledgling event. But um, right, I would say you know, we're, and you guys didn't play in Atlanta yeah. or Miami. I would take Atlanta out too because it was different. But from the resorts, for me, it's you know really Miami. Pinehurst or or Big Cedar now. So for the two of you, Pinehurst or Big Cedar. So you're saying Big Cedar behind Pinehurst, but still great experience. Oh, yes, for sure. Like I, Big Cedar, I thought like overshot its value. Like I, I thought it was going to be what like worse than it was. I was very much impressed with the the golf and like how fun it was and how once you were at the golf properties, like the food was good, everything was great. Pinehurst, the tough thing is we had such bad weather that, you know, we probably lost out on that part of that, um, like, mystique and the, the, the coolness of being at that legendary place. Um, but there was still enough of that, even despite the fact that we were just, like, constantly getting dumped on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, w- I think the, how I looked at Big Cedar a little bit, I, it just felt stressing when you weren't playing golf. Like for sure, hundred percent. The logistics, dining, um, they made great fucking transfusions. Uh, A plus plus. God, apparently too strong. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I I definitely think at times just because of how it's all set up, yeah, you felt stressed. You felt like you were pressed to get things figured out at at certain points in time, and the the most you know stress free moments were when we were on the course. I think uh, so. Miami is definitely third. Although, I, if I had to rate them off of experience without golf, Miami was first. Um, and it's really tough for me. I've been thinking about this back and forth to, between Pinehurst and Big Cedar, but I, I think I'm actually going to put Big Cedar in front of Pinehurst just because of the weather we had at Pinehurst. And I know that's not fair to Pinehurst, but it is something that happens, it's part of the game. And we had unbelievable weather at Big Cedar every day we were there. Yeah. So I'm going to put Big Cedar ahead. I would love to go back. I, I would go back to both of them. Jake, I think you sent us a text on the, you know, after your whole travel fiasco. And you said, you know, putting that aside that you would go through, you know, having a little bit of a hardship to get to Springfield sure. and then down to Branson to play at Big Cedar Lodge again. Um, and I think it's definitely, you know, going to be added to the list in, you know, a couple of years or, you know, 10 years down the road, if they added a couple more courses, definitely worth going back to visiting to make, to see if they've gotten kind of their golf experience, uh, together. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys, that's really all I've got. Anything else you want to talk about? Maybe a favorite moment or anything like that, or we can just wrap it up and, uh, prepare for gentlemen's cup, uh, 2022 next year. Hey man, we- <laughs> I'm good. I, I think the the answer is or the question is you know are you going to tell somebody else you should make this trip and i would say yes yeah agreed agreed yes 100% you should definitely go to big cedar lodge we highly recommend Real everything quick, i'll throw i'll throw this question out there not counting the 19th hole of pains we'll take that one off cuz that would be mine what was the best shot you felt like you hit that week Wow. That's tough. <laughs> I hit a shot uh, on 13 of Buffalo Ridge um, tight. Like, Quartz was hitting it 60 yards past me the entire round. 
Yeah, he's long. <laughs> yeah, he's freak. freak yeah, it's freakishly long. Um, but just to to turn that around, I made a birdie, and I think I, you know, just that was a really high elevated green in back left mm-hmm. that hole. Yeah. Um, that was a tough hole. He flagged one, and then I hit it to like two. So. Just got right in his head, huh? Yeah, I, I mean, between the weather and me starting to hit good shots. Yeah. I mean, I remember that approach. I definitely think I hit irons way better than it last trip. Again. Not many good shots. I did almost make a hole-in-one on mountaintop, though. Yeah, that's true. You were close. I have been wanting to talk about this shot because I don't know if I'll ever hit one better in a worse situation. But on the third hole at uh, Ozark, we are, we don't know, like, I don't know if we didn't, Vince and I didn't look at the yardage book or something like that. But Vince is like, yeah, just, dude, we should just hit driver here. I'm like, okay, cool. And I pump this thing into the canyon on the right. I mean, it is just so far gone. And then I tee up another one. And this time I'm like, all right, I'm not going to hit driver. I'm going to hit hybrid. And I, I hit another block. And it like, it's in play. Like everybody's like, oh, it's good. It's good. It's in play. And we find it. It's like trickling down the cart path on the right side. And you were talking about that green, like that green's elevated to a point where you can barely see it. I had to drop this thing in like, there was, it was like a bare spot basically like in the long rough. And I had like a five iron up the hill with like a crazy stance. Vince can tell you I was standing like basically like straight uphill hit this five iron to like, I don't know, 15 feet and then made the putt. It was like the most mega par of my life. It was incredible. I recall. That's awesome. Yeah, it was a good one. I have two. Uh, one of them was with Jakey. So we destroyed Patty and whoever he was playing with on yeah. um, best ball Saturday morning. At Payne's. They started to come back a little bit on the back nine, and this is the hole where, and we didn't even talk about the caddies. I guess we could talk about that in a second. Give just a oh, brief, man. Our brief overview. Our dude, he, he's like, oh, Doug, you like that setup with the ping and the tensei? I was like, yeah, dude, you want to hit it? First of all, this dude absolutely yacked one. Takes the bib off. That's how we knew it was serious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely smokes one. We're like, oh, geez. So it's a par five. I think they had one, two holes in a row. So they were only, they were like, we were still three up, but they were kind of coming back. And uh, I had like this really, really tough lie on my third shot into the green. And I hit like this low runner that rolled up to about four feet. Uh, And we, you know, I tapped it in for birdie. And that was really about it. In the circumstances, that was. That was my favorite nasty. favorite shot and kind of put the end of that match. I also had one on pains too when I was playing alternate with Phil on the fifth hole, which was the part three, the second part three, um, across the lake. It's kind of the mm-hmm. island green, and I hit first. I hit it to about I don't remember like forty feet or fifty feet, and Patty and them hit it in there tight to about I don't know eight feet or so. And I told Phil, I was like, hey, man, if you can get this second putt on, if you keep it on the green, I'll make it for three. And he literally kept it like a centimeter on the green. He blew it by the hole. I had like, I don't know, 18 feet coming back and I buried it. <laughs> that's <laughs> and, that's uh, nasty. And uh, yeah, I you know, had the old Dougie yell and went nuts. And that was fun. And they missed their 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 birdie attempt. So that was that was a really good time. But uh, nice. yeah, that, that was uh, two two fun shots. I hit some good shots at Ozark, but 
Um, we were down so much. I don't even want to think about it. And that was two right. under, but, uh, yeah, it was awesome. tough. I, I will say this guy's just so, you know, we're hour. So we're in the caddy program. Take it for what it is. For those of you that are going, it's, it's very new. I'd probably wait a year or two. If you want my personal recommendation for a caddy also, you know, even at Pinehurst where they have an established caddy program, it is all hundred percent dependent on who you get. Yep. Some people are not great. Some people are good. Some people just add to the experience, which our caddy that Jake and I had was phenomenal, was a college player, hadn't Dude, actually great. played paints, maybe had caddied there one or two times, he said, um, was honest with us from the front. He's like, hey, if you guys had me at Ozark, I'd be a stick for you guys out there. I don't know too much about paints, but it was just a really cool dude, had great conversation with him. Uh, so it, it all depends on you. I always like having a caddy. Some people don't. I'd prefer to have a walking caddy if that's an option, but um you know it's still something they have there I'm, i appreciate them for adding that program you know it happened to be the week before us so we had a good experience some people may not have but that's my honest opinion on the caddy program at big cedar lodge so take it with a grain of salt um but guys overall great trip looking forward yep. to year number six we also had the most fire shirts this year so yep. uh great job to team captain doug you did a phenomenal job i know thank you <laughs> Um, and we got the win. So that's all that matters. We got the cut back. We are up three, two now overall already actually starting to look at spots for next year. Tom is kind of starting to take the reins, which I really appreciate because I am tired of planning all these trips. So we'll see what he can do. We've got a couple interesting things coming up this year with his bachelor party and then Vinny's as well next year. Uh, so we're going to have some fun things to talk about in the, in the next 12 months. Guys, I hope you guys had a good time at big Cedar lodge. Vinny, take us out. All right, well, we'll close out with me saying you know, thanks for listening to this Big Cedar review uh, and our Gentleman's Cup recap. He had a great time. Absolutely recommend uh, the trip to those golfers and, and or family golfers alike. I, I think it's worth it if you're just getting there for one of three. I still think it's worth it. Um, I am going to try to play Friday afternoon, weather pending, and... Uh, but until then, I have some housework and yard work to finish. I'm going to go pour myself a double get back to work. We'll be talking to you uh, next week. Thanks again.